0: Flash Black Radio is trying to approach health and well-being from a holistic point of view. So we're not just looking at it from the perspective of what you're consuming as far as your diet. We want to make sure that your finances are healthy. We want to make sure that your relationships are healthy. We want to make sure that you are healthy psychologically, physically, spiritually. If it affects the community, we need to talk about it. Finances, let's talk about it. Social issues of the day, let's talk about it. Relationships, let's talk about it. Career paths, how we can better ourselves, how we can better positions for our family, how we can make positions for our families. Let's talk about it. Let's stop beating around the bush and let's get in. Let's get active. Let's get involved. Your diet isn't just what you consume physically. It's what you consume mentally, Conversations you participate in, what you watch on TV, what you listen to on the radio—all of this is a part of your diet, and all of this has an impact on your health and your well-being. Flash Black is a new perspective for a multicolored collective. You are now listening to Flash. Black you are now listening radio. to
1: Flash Black Radio.
0: Hello, beautiful people. This is Culture Shock on Flash Black Radio. I am da Vinci Parks, AKA Lee Bennett III, and I am sitting live in the studio with a good friend of mine by the name of Jamie Reese, or as I like to call her, Nurse Jamie. Now, for those who do not know Nurse Jamie, Nurse Jamie is a registered nurse in the state of Maryland in Prince George's County. And she's going to be a friend of Flash Black News and come and share information and news as she gets it from time to time. Or we'll just check in with her, give her a call and see how things are going and see what type of things that we can learn just by touching bases with her and going from there. So without further ado, without further painstaking introductions, I would like to introduce to you my good friend, Nurse Jamie.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: So Nurse Jamie, how are you doing? How are you feeling?
1: I'm pretty good in yourself.
0: I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, 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 I'm blessed. I'm highly favored, as, as my father might say.
1: On this side of the
0: dirt. Hey, hey, it's, yeah. It's much better than being on the other side, right? Correct. Indeed, indeed. There's Jamie. There, there are a number of reasons why I wanted to bring you in and have a conversation with you. And uh, one of those reasons is because when I talk to you, I tend to learn new things that I like to kn- learn new things you're a wealth of information when it comes to health awareness and health issues and topics, obviously because of the field that you're in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would be good to take some of that knowledge you have and give it to the people. So I just wanted to touch bases with you on a couple of things and we can just go from there. Okay, doke. The first thing I want to discuss with you, and we've had conversations outside of this, obviously about it, but I wanted to talk to you about heart health and awareness one of the things that's affecting our community in particular still is heart attacks Correct. and, and uh, i wanted to know what are some of the things that we can keep in mind or some of the things that we can do to counter the effects of heart disease and or counter heart disease i'll just say it that way
1: i think in our community this is my opinion mm-hmm. that in our community because of our history, and for the, for the most part, most of us, most of our community has been basically we, we've we been on the lower side, per se. So we learn to eat from scraps and things of that nature. So therefore, our diet through generations has just been, in my opinion, for lack of better terms, to crap. Okay. Okay. So it's like basically what it's going to end up being is like what we would call a lifestyle change. Okay. So... I would never tell anyone to totally cut anything out. Because the moment you totally cut anything out, it leads to these massive wantings and cravings and you start to devour. I think that the reduction of salt-based products an increase in more, more fresh products. Fresh fruit, yeah, yeah. Fruit, Fresh, fresh
0: food, fresh meat. Because I think we're, we're used to pre-processed, pre-packaged foods. So when you're saying salt-based products, I'm Ooh. talking
1: about your canned vegetables. things, Lunch that, meats. Right, that have preservatives because people think that if you get the canned vegetables, you're good, you're not because mm-hmm. they're still using high amounts of salt to preserve that so that you can eat it at a later date.
0: And also, there's also a lot of BPA issues and things of that nature when, in, in terms of how the food is canned mm-hmm. and preserved. So canned foods do have their own set of issues that you have to be aware of when you're talking about food preparation and food health and all that good stuff. So you want to get stuff that is fresh produce, fresh fruits, Mm -hmm. instead of going to get canned or fruit that's in plastic Plastic cups, cups. basically. I don't want to say plastic fruit cups. So
1: the way I see it, and I try to explain it the way I explain it to my patients, is that in the black community, we have what we call the trifecta, high blood pressure, diabetes, and high cholesterol. Mm -hmm. All three of those things are the leading causes of heart disease, stroke, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not it's highly uncommon to meet an African American, and now that we're starting to get this influx of brown people, to not for them not to have that somewhere in their family history. Right. So once it's in your family history, that increases your likelihood of becoming for you to have these
0: so you're predisposed
1: there you go that's the word i was looking for no i get
0: it i get it (laughs) so So that actually it's okay just relax so that's
1: what actually ends up happening so what i've been noticing especially i'm spending more time in triage especially at late nights Mm -hmm. and late nights on weekends that's when i tend to see more of your younger our younger generation early 20s in the 20s just go with the 20s and at that aspect there, you're talking to them, and you're like, Do you have high blood pressure? No, well, what do you do? And that's because they're in the party lifestyle, they're in that party age mm-hmm. where they're going, they'll go to clubs, they'll drink, they'll go to the carryout. Mm-hmm. I'm the last person to tell people not to go to the carryout <laughs> <laughs> on my weekends. I work, I go at least twice, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to see where they actually have what we call a triple digit over triple digit blood pressure. Mm, in the 20s i've had a lot of people in their 30s that we've rushed to the cath lab because they're having active mis
0: okay so what you're doing right now is you're 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 talking to me like now here's the thing i i i've talked with you before i've looked (laughs) some things up and i've watched some medical shows so like i'm gonna i'm gonna translate so am i it is a, a, mitral, it's a um, myocardial infarction. Myocardial infarction. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, It's the medical
1: term for a heart, heart attack. An right. active heart attack. There's different types, but that's the big one. So <clears throat> what I've been noticing is that they're coming and it's not like one vessel or anything like that. They're having these massive, what we call MIs.
0: So they're like huge blockages basically Correct. going on. And this is happening with younger people.
1: Right. Because what ends up happening is that under normal circumstances, most medical people are trained that 40 and over, they're having chest pain, get an EKG. Mm-hmm. My specialty in nursing, we go by A. anyone that shows up within 10 minutes, get an EKG because the studies are showing that the age group is getting younger and younger. Mm-hmm. So that's where you see Michelle Obama on TV and she's like, we got to... You know, you gotta combat, just move. right? Mm-hmm. And it seems silly, but with all the technology, have become a very sedentary community. Mm-hmm. And think about it: when you drive by, how many people do you really see kids at the playground, or you see?
0: Yeah, look. To be real with you, it's I live in a suburban. Well, you're you're at my house right now while <laughs> we recording, right. so you, you it's a neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? And this is a neighborhood that I in part grew up in as a child. So when I was younger. I used to ride my bike all up and through this neighborhood, mm-hmm. out on you know, out on the main road. Um, used to play basketball around the corner at the park. You know, mm-hmm. play football because this was this used to be like a lot of open land before houses got thrown up. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's different now. So I do actually see kids on bikes every now and then, and it's kind of like you know you're looking at a unicorn. Like wow, kids on bikes, like plural. Wow. Like, you're like you might see two or three kids on bikes together and it's like they still do that that's what's up here's the thing when we're talking about heart health and things of that nature one of the things that we're under the impression of is if you're relatively active or in relatively good physical cardiovascular shape Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, i might get out and jump in the gym every now and then i might do a little bit of running here and there i might play ball here and there that you're you're typically good, right? That's not a well. I mean, obviously, that Michael Clark Duncan seemed like a very healthy dude, and he was a, a vegetarian at the time. He had that massive heart attack, so we can't necessarily look at that as the sole way of going about things. So. What do we need to do? You just said we need to stop the the salty foods and things I, of that nature.
1: I think a big portion of combating a lot of diseases is what we call preventative medicine, mm-hmm. and you may have heard me talk about this before. Is to get ahead of things. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people don't do that and I understand. I'm gonna use me as an example. I am not the smallest person, but I come from a family that has significant heart disease. My grandfather had multiple heart attacks and strokes before he died. That was my paternal grandfather. My maternal grandfather had a heart attack on Taylor Street Bridge and died. My mother had a couple of heart attacks and had heart surgery. It's very big. So with each family member, my likelihood of having heart disease, having a heart attack, raises each time
0: now let me let me just ask you a question now you were saying that a lot of this is slightly dependent not slightly dependent but it it does have an effect basically the diet that we had when a lot of us were enslaved peoples correct which which is what you were alluding to correct you're saying that we were not given necessarily the best things with which to survive but we we made things we made what we could out of it right and you know that's what Was the underpinnings or the foundation for what we now refer to as soul food. Correct. Right? So, that soul food is comfort food, and that's the type of food we eat where we cook things up in a lot of grease, a lot of lard, and things of that nature. We eat a lot of fried foods. The fried foods lead to a lot of plaque that builds up. Mm -hmm. So, let me just say, let me just ask this question then. Even if you're in a family that has a clear issue a clear history of heart disease issues right if you were to be a vegetarian and exercise on a regular basis doesn't that then also negate a lot of that concern
1: it decreases your risk but it doesn't wipe it out okay and that's the biggest thing that i think people i tell my docs i'm like be careful what you say i'm very big on that be careful what you say
0: because people are going to take your word as law as, as somebody in the medical Correct. field yeah
1: so when you're telling me, if you do AB, like when my mom had her surgery, she was like, you need to eat turkey bacon. You need to cut back from the pork. I was like, if I'm going to have bacon, it's going to be-
0: Actual bacon. It's
1: going to be that thick center cut
0: <laughs> with the
1: peppercorn. <laughs> and this just hypothetically, like my mom being, before she had the massive heart attack and the heart surgery, mm-hmm. cut back the salt. And- stop with the carryouts. my mom still has the super big gulps from back cups from back in the day that's a lot of sugar that's a lot of water that she drinks she still keeps oh okay cups. so
0: she's drinking water okay. she
1: that's how she measures she drinks two of those a day okay this was this has been my brother's 30 that since he's been in middle school this has been her practice mm-hmm. it doesn't wipe it out it decreases your risk okay and there's a lot of mitigating factors to it Let's, let's
0: let's discuss them. Like, you know, let's talk about some mitigating factors because here's the thing. We want people to be informed and we want people to be proactive, as you we were just saying, getting ahead of it. We don't want you to try to fix something once you wind up in an ER somewhere. Correct. You know, whole- we want no offense to you, but we want people to not have to see you in, in your scrubs.
1: <laughs> I, I don't take offense to it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, really yeah. don't.
0: Yeah, yeah if so, i see you i don't want to see you in your scrubs unless you're unless you just come in from, from work. <laughs> work to hang out that's cool we'll allow that but i'm not trying to see you like oh what are you doing here like well <laughs> right and
1: that's usually how my day starts but the way i look at it there, there's lots of things that go on there's those extra like stress mm-hmm. people are like reduce your stress you need amount a certain amount of stress and anxiety to basically function there's you don't want to wipe it all out. Mm-hmm. So you have the stress factor. You have the environmental factors. You have the dietary factors. You have the mobility factors. What I think... Of Let's not
0: gloss over that though. The environmental factor. So environmental factor. Environmental factor. Because I don't want to just gloss over that. I think that's a very good point. If you're talking about environment. and talking about the place in which you live. Work. Go to school. So those things can be stressors in and of themselves. So if Correct. you live an environment where there's a lot of chaos, you know, this can have an effect on you, even if you're a very young person. So you could be a child if you're living in a stressful situation, then this could be something that becomes something later on. Right. So
1: the way I look at environment and my big thing now is like I've been telling people is the resources in Prince George's County. Mm-hmm. We live in what they call a quote unquote grocery desert, barren desert. It's just, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Very hard to get fresh vegetables, mm-hmm. especially in your more your more poverty-stricken areas. They're starting to bring them, but they're not. And in those same areas, people, it goes back to the Bas- Maslow's hierarchy of need. They're trying really hard to get the basics, food, shelter, and things of that nature. So when they're struggling to do that... And where you come to see me, you have a little bit of chest pain. Mm-hmm. We do a couple of cardiac enzymes, and those would be the blood tests that would say you're wasting heart muscle or not. Mm-hmm. So we do a couple of cardiac enzymes. Everything seems fine. Your EKG is totally unremarkable. And we send you home. Well, what you need to do is A B C D E F G. Mm-hmm. You need to, one, stop smoking, stop drinking, watch your salt intake, do this, do that. You're asking someone who's barely making their basic needs Mm -hmm. to do this. So case in point, everyone talks about Landover, but Landover really isn't as bad as you think it is, but there's still crime. Mm -hmm. So you have the crime aspect, then you have the poverty aspect. So they're trying to figure out how am I getting to work? How am I feeding little Johnny or what have you? Mm -hmm. And they're running back and forth. It's the stressors that they have. I don't have. They're going to do more. So they're when they're thinking and they're stressing, they're going to smoke more. They're going to drink more. These things that we do, mm-hmm. people don't think about it. When, every time you smoke, they say, oh, it takes a minute off your life. Yeah, it does. But the stresses that they have are also taking minutes off their life.
0: So it's a compounding issue. Yeah,
1: right. It's a multitude yeah. of things. So trying to tell someone that you can actually, it's that old saying, easier said than done. hmm if you're trying to get the basics most of the stuff isn't going to happen okay so then my firm belief is basically do the best that you can Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i'm never going to argue with you if it's you come to see me i'm doing the best that i can and i've actually had my alcoholics my drug abusers miss jamie i'm doing the best that i can Mm -hmm. i can't get mad at you because you're trying you're trying really hard Mm -hmm. and these are internal struggles so Mm -hmm. you have case in point people really don't think drinking affects your heart
0: Mm -hmm. in the sense
1: but it does
0: i can think of a number of ways it can affect your heart you know a lot of people think
1: they that it's
0: it's the diuretic so like you know you're doing something like if you drink in excess or whatever what you start to do is you start to get the water outside of you, you urinate so you're throwing off the balance of your body so you're keeping the alcohol in your system you're putting the water outside of your body and then, you know, that's what people have hango- hangovers and stuff like that. It's a and, blood
1: thinner, too. Yeah.
0: And it stresses, it stresses you.
1: Right. So you change your cardiac output. Yeah. So it's hard to watch it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to know that there's, I can't tell you, don't smoke, don't drink. I know you don't really want that carry out. I can't. Mm-hmm. Don't go out. There, don't stop at the Wendy's on your way home and get that Baconator. I'm not gonna tell you to do that. Cause if I get off too late, guess what Jamie's gonna do? She's gonna go down the street and get a baconator and go home and eat.
0: I'm gonna disagree with you on this one. Like I hear what you're saying because you're you're being empathetic and I get that. But at the same time, I still think that you can say, okay, this is what you need not to do. Now, like here's the thing. If they choose not to do it after you told them what they need not to do, that's on them. But you know, it's not you're not saying it from a place of judgment, you're saying it from a place of hey, if you want to be here longer, if you want to get more out of your life, if you want to do X, Y, Z, I don't have a problem with the tough, and that's just the way I am. I'm, I'm very matter-of-fact with things, <laughs> it's you, okay. know, you know, it's, 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 we've had conversations, so you know how I get down. So it's just like, you know, it's not that I don't care, and it's not that I don't feel you, it's not that I don't, I'm not struggling with you or feeling your struggle, but at the same time, if, it's, if you need to get your act together, you need to get your act together.
1: I didn't understand because I did psych two when I was in school. There Mm -hmm. was like, once you get to, I think he said seven or 12, Mm -hmm. everything is set in place unless a traumatic event happens.
0: Mm -hmm. Age seven to 12? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So basically, your personality is supposed to be set until something traumatic happens. So you know how people are like, I'm going to change, I'm going to change. Mm -hmm. Until something traumatic happens, Mm -hmm. then that happens. Mm -hmm. And watching people, like we just recently became this massive heart center. Mm -hmm. And watching people, watching my coworkers, even when they made us a no-smoking policy, they didn't care. But once they, they had that abrupt chest pain that scared the bejesus out of them, or they ended up in the cath lab. After they had a yeah, heart, yeah.
0: I feel you. Some people have got to toe that line,
1: and then you see them. I quit smoking. I quit drinking. I've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. But until they've had that traumatic scare,
0: yeah. I, uh, and, and, and again, now that doesn't that doesn't mean that you can't still counsel them in terms of what there's a need for them to do.
1: No, I do do yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying, like, so I'm I'm just looking at it from the perspective of like again, we're talking about mitigating factors. One of the things, one of the first things you said was. You know cutting out the preserved or salty meats mm-hmm. that is a huge thing that you can do uh, i think there are a number of things the sugar intake you know one if you want to improve your health one of the things you can do is you can cut back on sugary drinks and that includes juices because those have a lot of natural sugars if it is actual for real fruit juice and not like 10 percent juice and then mm-hmm. high fructose corn syrup but cutting back on sugary drinks could be a great way substituting that with water or something of that nature could help what offset you? things. So it's, 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 it's really just balancing and learning how to find balance, I think. All right, y'all. That's the end of this particular segment. This is DaVinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett III, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Please continue to check back in as there will be many, many more segments to come with this particular guest. Until then, Be well, be blessed.